0: Fundraisers, I'm Don Lego. It's time to buckle up for a new episode of Raise Nation Radio, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows, and exchanging ideas. So, whether you're a trailblazer or seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations, chat with industry leading fundraisers and thought leaders and explore those hot button issues and innovative ideas. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future of fundraising. All right, let's get going. Hello, welcome back to Raise Nation Radio. To all the fans and friends out there, thank you for making this show so uh, popular. We've crossed our 100th episode milestone, and that's because of you. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, if you're new to the show, we stream on 10 channels, and we're on demand at OneCause.com. We're from the RAISE Broadcast Studio at our annual RAISE Conference, which is coming up soon uh, in September in Nashville. I'm so excited for that. But I'm really excited to talk um, to our next guest, who is a friend. We've been um, involved with this mission for a number of years uh, through the Indie Tech Gives program, and we're just going to get into um, what they do. Uh, Please welcome to the show Willie Little, who is the executive director of Athlete Indy. Hi, Willie. How are you? Welcome to Raise Nation Radio.
1: Don, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to just hear more about what you're doing to impact our communities. Um, it's pretty special, uh, but let's get to know you a little bit first. Mm-hmm. I just gave like the official executive director title, yeah, but you know, yeah, there's yeah. more to Willie than executive directors. So just share a little about what you do day to day, at athlete, Indy, and just who you are, whatever you feel comfortable sharing.
1: Yeah, so um, I am... Uh, the executive director and co-founder of Athlete Indy. So we co-founded Athlete Indy, uh, my partner and I, back in 2020 um, in November. And uh, the whole mission behind Athlete Indy was, you know, everybody in 2020 was going through like this social unrest and mental unrest and just being in their house and trying to figure out ways that they can continue to, like, help people and cater to people. And we started Athlete Indy. As a program to get kids involved in athletics and track and field, um, but really stemmed from being involved in the community uh, and doing volunteer work uh, and servicing others. Um, And so our first year in 2020, we had about 60 kids, um, young people, young leaders that are part of our team in 2021. um, So 2021 was about 60 kids. 2022, we had about 120 uh, and about Double. this year, we yeah, we this year we impacted 180 kids. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, so our programming uh, is for track and field cross country. Um, we we teetered and, and tested out some indoor season um, uh, options for our, our athletes. But our our mission over the last year um, and our core values have really been centered around mental health, um, centered around volunteering, community service and peer to peer mentorship. Um, so that way our kids have an opportunity to not just be athletes because we all have an expiration date on on being an athlete. But if you uh, holistically take the whole human beyond an athlete, um, you're really, you know, hope, hoping to cultivate, hoping to create lifelong um, athletes beyond uh, their collegiate years. They continue to run, continue to be healthy mentally and physically is what we want to create.
0: Wow. So you're really cultivating the next generation of leaders and healthy leaders mind body and soul for today tomorrow and tomorrow's tomorrows is that
1: that's the goal yeah yeah that's the goal um our mission is to enact change through the youth of Indianapolis um and so we we've been doing that um um in a couple of ways and a lot of a lot of a lot of busyness but a lot of different programs but it's been a lot of fun
0: yeah wow so what that's amazing growth. I mean, from year yeah. one to year two, you doubled and then tripled. So what what do you attribute that crazy growth um, in impact?
1: Yeah, um, we don't advertise very much. Um, and, and I'm a little bit afraid to if I'm being honest with you. I think one of the things is um, it's been really word of mouth has been successful um, in our our programming really starts at like kindergarten, so we have like we have an intro team, like little kids that are five and six years old that that learn to do track Aww. and they're learning the basic skills. Um, we have a um, more of an intermediate type of portion of the of what we do is where we have uh, our like seven to like ten year olds, uh, eleven to 14s more intermediate like more uh, middle school than high school kids are on a completely different scale. Um, But beyond that, the kids that participate with us, when they graduate, they actually become part of our our workforce development. And so they actually come back and they are creating programming and they are coaches and they're doing our social media. Um, And when they're in school and they graduate from school, um, what we've been able to do is actually have grad students that come back and uh, writing letters of recommendation. And so this is kind of like one of these things that I kind of just thought like, oh, we want to do some good things in the community and clean up things, uh, clean up you know, certain areas. But it really is making an impact on how our young people are cultivating and creating their livelihood. And so we actually have a young lady that's a track athlete in her grad season at uh, Washington University in St. Louis. Um, I just had a call with a young lady who's on our team this year who's um, going to either go to Notre Dame, IU or Purdue, wow. Completely, completely full ride and even at the younger scale, we just have young people who are learning how to do sports for the first time, and so it's kind of really grown into something where we're helping a lot of people.
0: You serve the spectrum for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, for
0: sure. You know what I love on your homepage of your website? There's just that collection of young adults, and even maybe younger than young adults, yeah, and yeah. just the the you can, you can see right through them into their souls and their smiles. Right. Yeah. It's, it's really, I love that you kind of do coaching from inside out and outside in and you're yeah. really cultivating just great human beings. It's a unique program for sure. So yeah. I'm not surprised that you've grown <laughs> leaps and bounds by word of mouth. I can't imagine yeah. what you would do. if. It, so I understand the fear of advertising. Yeah. Um, that what tell me how, like, how did that happen? How did, how do you think the culture happened that you, you take someone from elementary, primary level, and now they're, they're continue their life cycle with athlete indeed to come back and do social media or mentorship? Or how, yeah. how do you think that you cultivated that culture? It's very unique.
1: Uh, I think a lot of it is just telling them that, like, hey, you can be a part of creating the future of what what athletics looks like. So, I'm a to, to background on myself. I'm a um, uh, I grew up in Chicago. My dad was a basketball coach. He's a Division one basketball coach. Um, before I was even born, he was in two Hall of Fames. He has like two gyms named after him. Yeah, so I'm, I come from like this very- Oh wait, shout out well. to your dad. What's your my dad? Yeah, his name is Willie Little too as well. He's Willie, oh. Willie Howard Little. Yeah, Willie so that's the senior
0: and junior it runs yeah. in the so family. I'm
1: the, I'm the third, so I'm Oh, you're the, the third. third. Yeah, yeah, I, we stopped at Willie. Willie, we stopped at w- me, uh, so okay. my son is Xavier. So yeah, so he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, I wanted him to have his own identity. Uh, but uh, my dad um, was this really great coach. He actually passed when I was 15. And so oh, um so a lot of that oh thank you now it's um a part of my journey but a part of my story but also a lot of like understanding and getting to see him uh be a coach but also be a leader of uh, not just men but just leader of people um and so he actually passed away at 53 of a disease called sarcoidosis which imp- impacted his lungs um and so he actually passed away on a road trip um uh, about seven hours away from Chicago, so where we grew up uh, and where I grew up and was born. And so like getting to see him uh, really, really worked towards helping young people. Uh, so he was the uh, junior basketball, he was a junior college basketball coach uh, in, on the south side of Chicago at a college called Kennedy King, um, which is on 69th and Wentworth, which is in the Englewood neighborhood, which is... Um, You know, when people kind of depict Chicago, sometimes it's what their mindset is, the hood, and it's the hood. Um, And so, like, getting to go to the hood every day, um, getting to, like, see the impact of the young people that he, these young people are now, like, deans of high schools and colleges and professional athletes, and uh, one guy's a prince, believe it or not. And so, like, just (laughs) just getting to, like, take somebody who's 19 or 20 that you've kind of discarded, and junior colleges, you get discarded in junior college. Like you didn't make it or you didn't do what you needed to do in high school. And so, like showing people that they can do it then and also taking that and learning that and watching that and making that part of the culture, what we do with track and field, um, it's really different because track is an individual based sport. You know, it's, it's based upon your own personal records and what you hope to gain from it and what you hope to get from it. Um, and at a young age, if you can teach that to somebody, and you can allow them to um be self assured that the small things that they're doing are making a big impact for their later on life um it's just it's it, you know compounds itself so that's what we hope to create and cultivate and and so a lot of that was again learned from my mom and my dad um my mom you know took care of him every day um like did his insulin medicine and uh mm-hmm. he had an oxygen tank uh that he would walk around with um and so we would have to f- we'd have to fill up his liquid oxygen every single day um and so, just like growing up and seeing that and just realizing like, hey, there's you know you have lungs, you have you have air to breathe, you have different things that you probably would have taken for granted, um
0: yeah, and, the uh, air we breathe is definitely something we take for granted, yeah, and I'm 100%. sorry that your family, yeah, had to consider that,
1: yeah, but no, anything it, it, other it than so,
0: you know, yeah, wow, yeah, a yeah. strong family, you come from good bones,
1: yeah, good, yeah, strong bones,, yeah.
0: So how did you make your way from Chicago to Indiana and specifically to track and field? And how did, I feel like, you know, we went from 15 years old to, (laughs) you know, the success at athlete Indy. What happened in between there?
1: Yeah. In between there was uh, a lot of um, trying to figure out like what to do um, with like myself. I think I had a really good, a uh, pillar uh, with both of my parents. They were both Chicago public school educators. Um, but then um, I stopped playing basketball at fifteen. I think that was just a lot of uh, um, memories. I'll say, yeah, just memories because it was just different for me. Uh, yeah. And so I actually got approached by a kid in uh, algebra class my junior year, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to throw a shot put?" Uh and sorry for cursing on her, but I was like, what the hell is Shot Put? And
0: <laughs> that's legal. That's okay yeah, on Raised Nation uh, Radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No,
1: we'll, keep it, we'll keep it, really keep it G, G rated. But yeah, that that was my um introduction to Shop Put. And I um I threw shot Put junior year. Uh and now I've been throwing and doing tracks since 16 and I'm 30, 37, just turned 37 a few weeks ago. And so um, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I did it for two years in high school, went to the University of Indianapolis, go Greyhounds. Uh, and I was a walk on. And I, I remember messaging the coach and asking the coach, like, hey, I'm six four and I'm like two forty. Like, can I come and try out for track? And he never responded to me. Hey, and, and I and I walked into the door and I walked into the office and he was like, oh, yeah, you the kid that emailed me. And I was like, yeah, I am. He's like, oh, welcome. Like, you're going to walk on. And um
0: Oh wow!
1: It it, it worked out, and I um, I ended up becoming a three time NCAA All American while I was in college, um, and and earned a scholarship my last two seasons, um, and um, had and was lucky enough to uh, meet a wonderful woman um, who became my wife and became my partner. and we had a we had a uh, shout out to Kelsey Little. Uh, she is uh, the mother of our two children uh, and she helped us kind of help create what we've done with athlete. And um, so it made me stay here uh, in Indy. Uh, we are now just partners. We're not uh, um, married anymore, but we are like best friends. And so the, like being here in Indy and helping kind of cultivate kind of where we are now with our lives has been a big impact on me.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Your stories are amazing. And uh, <laughs> that's the heartbeat of a good nonprofit. So yeah, yeah. let's get to some some impact. Tell me about the programming. Do the do the students? Yeah. Do they have to fundraise? Do they have to pay? Do they have to do community service in order to be part of athlete? And how does that all work if we're speaking to, you know, a mom or dad out there or a yeah. caregiver and, you know, they want to get someone involved? How does that all work?
1: Yeah, I think the first part. Is understanding that um, with youth sports, I think sometimes parents think that, "Hey, I just want my kid to be the next LeBron James or King Griffey <laughs> Jr. Or you
0: mean Michael there's Jordan. competition amongst parents? Yeah, out there? there's, there's
1: a lot of competition between parents and in realizing that um, we want your athlete to be a human first, and mm. so like th- that human element is being a good teammate, uh, caring about your community and caring about service. And that also needs to be something that ties into you as a family and what you all want to get out of it too as well. Um, There are a myriad of programs that if you just want to do athletics and and that is kind of the main focus, um, then absolutely find those programs. We even list some resources on our website of other organizations that you can be a part of. Um, But one of the things I really want parents to understand and the reason why the parents are so successful with us at Athlete, Um, is that they buy into volunteering Uh, they buy into helping us fundraise Um, they buy into uh, the community and actually like putting forth a lot of effort Um, I have to do a better job as an executive director of being able to like let things go and delegate Um, and I feel like I've done that a lot this year Um, but more importantly I think the um the the biggest, biggest focus for anybody that wants to come on an athlete, then you just you got to understand that this is about a, this is a service organization that does this track. Um, and so if you if you come in with the mindset of service first, um, this is the right program for you.
0: I love that. Oh, wow. That just speaks to my heart. Um, yeah. So congratulations. It's just such a unique pr- program. Um, Thank you. And you're taking some of that crazy competitive, and it's not that there's anything wrong with being competitive. No, it's, no, and, right? And so let it's, me, yeah,
1: I, and like, I, and, not, and not to cut you off, it is, it is, it's crazy competitive. I'm like, y'all, this, like, they're eleven, they're eight, they're eight, they're eight, the children, your children are eight. Years let's
0: old. get it under control and yeah, under perspective yeah. is all we're saying, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, so, yeah, I've witnessed so. it myself.
1: Yet. And so for us, it's been, um I just finished my level two training for USA track and field in, in youth development. And one of the main things that they talk about when we talk about when we think about young kids is that there's a there's a frame of time where kids in their brains are absorbing so much information and the information that you should be giving them should be information that's going to be vital to their development at their 10 and 11 and 12 and 13 years old. And so being able to give them the right information, but also making that information impactful and just knowing that their bodies are going to change. They're going to have less interest in this sport at some point, believe it or not. And what we can do as parents is just let the learning happen um, and take a step back and trust the coaches that you're putting in place uh, are giving you that inform, giving you the right information. So that's been, yeah. So service and yeah. <laughs> being yeah. able to understand that like, um, you know, your, your kids 8 they're not, yeah. they're, they're, they're going to be different. They're going to grow. Um, and it's okay to, to not.
0: It's all okay. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. I think I can talk to you for hours. You're so inspiring. <laughs> um let's just segue a little bit to the Indie Tech Gives program. You've been part yeah, of that program yeah. for a few years. What is that yeah. what does that mean to you? And uh, just to be, you know, to know that the tech you know, um, gurus of the Indianapolis community embrace your mission and want to fundraise for you. It's a pretty special program. And for those who don't know, it's an annual peer-to-peer type program where tech companies come together and they inspire their teams to fundraise for a charity that they select. And Athlete Indy is often selected. So what has all that
1: meant for you, Willie? Um, It's been a lot. Um, I am, um, and this is from a, from a career standpoint, i I come from tech, so I actually worked for, um, Demandwell, who, uh, I was the founding AE at Demandwell, uh, back in 2020, and I started Athlete indie. uh, and Demandwell helped us, um, our first year through indie Tech years, and it was a, it was a surprise to me, um, uh, because I started the nonprofit, and I'm working for the company, and they were like, hey, we want to help support what you're doing, um, so, so to give you some understanding of what, what the cost is for our athletes, is. Um, it's $180 if a parent wants to participate in a six to eight week like program uh, with Athlete Indy. Um, and any of the other funding is just we're sourcing it. Uh, I don't want to be dependent on our parents. Uh, I would love to be able to say, hey, we're going to go out and fund uh, and source those dollars. And so um, the tech community of Indianapolis um, has always been near to me. I've been an account executive and uh, been in tech, um, been at high companies at high alpha and Um, this year, we actually had a really great group at Authentics, uh, do a fantastic job and raise $5,000 for our athletes to be able to go to Eugene, Oregon, uh, for nationals. Um, and so for a lot of these young people, this is their first time, uh, either leaving the state, but not, but also more importantly, getting to be able to see the Pacific Northwest for the first time. Um, so shout out
0: to Authentics,
1: um, yeah, big shout out to Authentics.
0: Yeah. Wow, pretty special. So
1: it's meant so much. It's meant so much to us. It's it's been uh, without it, we, um, you know, without it, we would not have been able to experience this. And it's just been so profound for for our leaders. $180
0: for a six to eight week program doesn't sound unreasonable, but for some, that can be... That could make or break. I mean, not everybody, right? I mean, that could absolutely make or break. So do you have scholarship programs for just to make sure that it's as inclusive as it could be and that nobody is left out for any economic reasons? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so what we try to create is uh, several mechanisms where we are always fundraising. Um, And so if that's like creating on track meets, um, if it's... uh, Doing organization programs like IndyTech Gives. Um, if it is from uh we've we've gotten out of the solicitation of like asking people for popcorn and did that, we did that for a year. Uh really great idea. But I think at the end of the day, like when you can actually show stories and share stories of our athletes, uh, it helps. And so what we have a what we have happen is we have individuals that are that will say, hey, I'm gonna donate $180, and $180 will be for this athlete. Um, So creating that scholarship, that that scholarship opportunity for um, leaders. We also have a lot of donors and and fundraisers that just do reoccurring donations because they see the benefit of being able to help our leaders in the programming that we provide. Um, And so it it helps and goes a long way. But also with parents, we allow them to also prepay. Um, And so like if they are concerned or have any financial issues, we talk them through it and give them payment options in order to not want push them out, but the resources are super abundant. We want to make sure that the kids and the folks that want to participate can.
0: Wow. And yet, do you have a special success story without mentioning any specific names, but is there one success yeah. story that comes to mind? I'd love to hear about that.
1: Yeah, I think, um, <laughs> I think the biggest one uh, uh, has probably been this year. Um, we had a young, young man who, um, who's 11 and 12, uh, he is a sprinter, Uh, his name is Cameron. I kind of give you two stories from like a young age and kind of an adult age. Cameron um, was the fastest kid in the country uh, for for a lot of, yeah, in in his age group. Um, And uh, we, he is so humble and just very like appreciative of the work that he has put in where, you know, most 11, 12 year olds want to pump their chest and tell you how great they are. Um, so we went to, yeah, we went to Eugene and he, he qualified in the finals and keep in mind. So when you go to Oregon, you go to Eugene, Oregon. Um, Eugene, Oregon is the Mecca of track and field in the United States. Okay. There's no other place you want to Didn't be. know that <laughs> if you, if you Google track town, USA, OK, um, you will understand why we fundraised and we got those dollars for those athletes because um, it is where Prefontaine went. There it is where Nike was built. Phil Knight, oh. the owner of Nike, has a section of the stadium built for him. And he helped fund this two hundred billion dollar, I think two hundred million dollar uh, track. And it's it's intimidating. And when you go there and you get there, you um, especially with little kids, you're really trying to get them to get out of the fear of, oh, I'm here. Where <laughs> this am is I? There's a, lot. This this is a lot to take
0: in. Um, yeah. Wow.
1: And so, and so Cam, um, got to the finals in the 400, the 200 and the 100, and he finished third in the 100, in the 400. Wow. He finished second in the 200. And so he's, you know, he's, Ooh. I'm asking him how he's feeling about the 100. It's his last event. He's like, I'm just ready. Like, I'm just ready. I just feel ready. Uh, and he won. He's a national champion in the 100 for his age group.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh, Cam, and congratulations. Ooh.
1: I'm very proud of him. He's our first national champion uh, in the sprint side. Uh, he's our first male national champion in the last three years. But I have um, we've been successful uh, at Athlete Indy um, with getting young women of color into college. Um, and so like that is that is probably my biggest claim to fame. Um, so we have uh, we have a young lady who is going to the University of Wisconsin. We have a young lady that's down in Miami. We have another young lady that's uh, in grad school with in, uh, uh, Southern Indiana. Um, we have one of the top prospects in the country that um, literally has her pick of any SEC school or a big 10 school in the country. Um, and so it's identifying gaps within track and field. I have chills,
0: Willie, you're giving yeah. me chills. Oh, this it's is fun. beautiful.
1: It's a lot of fun. It's it's, and it's identifying gaps where um, parents and athletes don't really see that there's uh, there are events out there. So the I teach the hammer throw, and uh, we've been able to get young ladies no, you know, full rides to school because they're learning these events and they're they're being able to achieve and hit these goals, and it's a lot of self esteem building. Um, and so it's been fun, and that and that happens throughout all of what we do, and so we hope to continue to make that impact.
0: Such a special organization athlete, Indy. It's really unique on so many levels. So if we're inspiring some of our audiences out there, they're listening, they're like, okay, I've got to get involved somehow, some (laughs) way, right? What what do they do? Where do they go? How can they help? Lay it on us. We want to be there. We want to be part of your journey. Okay. Super duper simple. I'm up for that. Yeah.
1: You can you can can go to two places really to, to try to get uh the updates you can go to you can follow us at Athlete Indy uh, just all one word uh, on Instagram or Facebook or if you go to athleteindy.org um, you can actually see the programs that we have are going to be offering um, you can also uh, donate we're going to be doing small group training sessions with smaller young people during the fall um, we have a plan of launching uh, two programs called Athlete Assemble which helps individuals that have either physical or cognitive disabilities to be a part of track and field organizations like us. Oh,
0: I love that.
1: Um, and we're also going to be launching our programming in Chicago uh, here this fall. Um, and so um, you're not
0: busy then. You no,
1: know, I'm, I'm a, but the, the best part about it is it seems like I'm super, super busy. Um, I have really, really good people that understand and believe what we're doing and being able to delegate and just share with folks that like, Hey, this is, how we create a culture of like strong young athletes mentally and physically is really important. Um, And if they believe in service and they believe in giving back, like this is a fun environment to be around. Um, And so like, for me, it feels at times overwhelming. (laughs) Um, Just because life is happening also as you do all this. But at the end of the day, um, like having moments like this and just going through in my head of all the work that we've done kind of, blocks out all the sometimes the not always fun stuff that you have to deal with being an executive director
0: yeah wow uh tell me just we have a few more minutes i feel like i can talk to you yeah, all absolutely. day but a couple more <laughs> minutes so that's a whole different level anybody with a you know disability special needs you struck a chord yeah. with me many of our audience yeah. members know my son has special needs and finding yeah. programs are not Easy where you feel like you belong and you can contribute and um just have impact on your young adults. So, where did that thought come from and how difficult is it for you to integrate that community into Athlete Indie?
1: Um, it is it is probably more challenging than I thought it was going to be. Um, I think being able to identify and classify um how individuals have unique abilities is the best way to, for me to kind of look at it because I don't look at it as a disability. Uh, I worked for, a uh, as in tech, I worked for a company that, um, ensured that websites were ADA compliant. So Americans with disability acts compliant. So if a person is, I have a, my godfather's blind. Um, and so my godfather can't get through a website because he can't check through because you, you your website wasn't compliant. That's problem. Oh. that's a problem. Um, and so, uh, I have and have had that as a part of my life in accessibility and even being a caregiver for my dad um, and just knowing like just easy access isn't available. And so if we can create that, um, it's super important. And so being able to kind of take that sectionality in my life and seeing like, hey, there's value in here. And it also impacts our parents who also have children that may have Down syndrome or may have any unique ability that they've, they've been struggling with or living with and making them feel inclusive is just equally important.
0: Wow. I, I don't know what to say. Your story just keeps getting, you know, more heartfelt with it as we continue <laughs> this. It's, it's just so special. We are going to wrap all of this up, um, athleteindy.org and your social handles and, you know, how to get involved. But, you know, I did a little math here and I'm not good at math, but if anybody wants to help, 180 for one child, two is 360 and for just $900, which is, you know, not bad. You can actually help five children. So, um, yeah open let's open some wallets and get some help and get involved and um I do get to come to India and every once in a while since um one cause is you know our campuses are there I think I'm gonna have to come visit if you don't mind I know you're super busy and you're always traveling every time I email you it's like oh I'm (laughs) here I'm there I'm like wait a minute how'd you get from here to there at the same time Willie I think there's five of you um there must be Congratulations (laughs) with Athlete Indy. It is special. I'm really special on every level. You want your kids to be part of it. And I love that, you know, servant leader approach. You know, you, you start with serving others and it comes back tenfold you're so special and it's just such a delight to talk you have to come back i hope that you'll be part of the indie tech gives program again um in 2024 yeah. i will be announcing that at some point i don't I'm not exactly sure when but hopefully we'll see you uh, a part of that and you'll have to you know give us a, an update on yourself and your family and um also on cam and um yeah. all the young women that are have their pick of Colleges, just such great stuff to hear. So promise me you'll join us again.
1: Absolutely. We'll love you though.
0: All right, that sounds great. Well, Fearless Fundraisers, I know this has been very inspirational, but that's about all we have time for today. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's Raise Nation topic and your daily dose of fundraising inspiration. Tune in for a new episode release every t- Thursday. Gosh, I have my calendar mixed up. That's Thursday, 12 30 p.m. Eastern Time. But listen to all the episodes on Raise Nation Radio. Follow the channel that you just enjoy best because we're everywhere. Um, as you just heard, Our fundraisers are doing amazing things that build better tomorrows for our communities. The stories are awe-inspiring. You don't want to miss a single episode. I would like to thank our sponsors, OneCause, for making this episode possible. OneCause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use digital fundraising solutions that help nonprofits connect with their donors. Check it out at OneCause.com and visit the resource tab on the homepage for a broad catalog of free resources that hopefully you'll find helpful. A huge, huge, huge shout out and um and thanks again to my guest. Willie Little, the executive director of Athlete Indy, who's just doing amazing things. Thank you for sharing such a authentic voice today, Willie. Um, I enjoyed our conversations tremendously, but I have to ask any last words of inspiration?
1: No, thank you. Uh really appreciate this and um, continue to just to be a leader in whatever way that you can. Um, so uh, thank you for letting us be a part of uh, um the Indy Tech Gibbs Initiative and, and talking to me today.
0: Thank you again so much. That's a wrap. Until next time, I'm Don Lego. This is Raise Nation Radio. You stay fearless out there.